Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hi there, and welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. And who's with me today? Hi, I'm Steve Lacey. You have that memorized, don't you? I do. I can do that just about every time. I'm going to do something different just to throw you off. I'm Phil Thompson. (laughs) Did I already say that? I don't know. I'm off track myself. So we're a company called JSL Solutions. We do Church Solutions Podcast just about every week. We are actually a tech company. And we work with churches and ministries, and we do, what do we do, Steve, quickly? We provide uh, four main products, which is streamingchurch.tv, which is live streaming, church app live, mobile app. Uh, my flock is church management and websites, and our newest entree is greeter.church, a real-life greeter for your church website. All right. So Google search all those, and you'll find us. Or we can give you the websites later. All right. So we work with churches, and Steve and I, in fact, uh, probably everybody in our company actually involved is you know part of a local church, and we really have a heart for churches and ministries, and we have lots of experience. I don't mind blowing our own horn. Uh, we've been around churches for a long time in leadership positions and all that good stuff, um, and so uh, we, we like to help churches. And so that's one of the reasons we do this podcast. Yep, that's true. And a lot of times we talk... A lot about, obviously, tech stuff, because we are a tech company, but we also talk about leadership things and, and other uh, topics that revolve around church and ministry that can hopefully help you as a volunteer, a leader, as a staff person, a senior pastor, help hopefully help you, you know, do your job better. Right. So today we're talking about a formula for uh, organizing your church communications. Yeah, so uh, it is 2017 here. It's the second week of 2017, and I thought it would be good if we talk a little bit about a communication plan for the new year, because the reality is most churches are better at planning than promoting. And so we generally put a lot of energy, you know, our focus is usually, okay, we're going to create this event or these events during the year. And uh, we we do all that, but then we kind of let it, it kind of goes by the wayside as far as inviting people and connecting with people and communicating these these events to the people. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing is we're kind of hurting ourselves, put a lot of thought into these things, but yet, you know, we're not really good at getting the word out, getting the word out effectively. And so we're going to talk about some simple things that you and I can do to increase attendance and hopefully connect with our, our community, our church community, as well as the community at large. All right. So this is this is a little formula for how to do some communi- church communications, right? Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and before we get into, like, some things here, there's probably about, what did I put down here, five things or whatever. But, but before we do that, uh, there's, there's something that you and I use, our company uses, and it's called Asana. It's, uh, you call it Asana. Uh, but it's asana, right? Uh, yeah, I think Every- you did the research on that, right. and it's most people probably pronounce it um, asana, but uh, the I guess the American version, but it's actually a Japanese asana. word, right? Yeah, asana. So you're supposed to say asana. Asana. Yes. And uh, so, uh, so I went out of my way to prove you wrong, but it looks like 
uh, like you said, most people call it a sauna. So anyhow, it's spelled A S A N A. Yes. Right. And yeah. And it, it's it's a great software for planning tasks and also including other team members. So there's other obviously there's other software out there. Uh, there's other tools out there. And we could talk about that, but we're not. But we're just going to throw this out just to begin, and that is when you're planning things, Asana is is a is a really nice little planning tool, right? And that it's you can use. what I like about it. I, I think it it really would apply to a lot of different churches. Um, it's it's not something you're going to want to run a hundred and two hundred three hundred employee right. company with. But uh, for uh, if you've got well, actually, it's free for less than 30 um, employees or members in your group. So it's really good for that size, you yeah. know, 30 and under yeah. employees. If you got 10 people on staff or even more than that, mm-hmm. it's a great tool to manage what's yeah. going on and people can see what's happening. Yeah, so that would be the very first thing, you know, it would be just, you know, look into Asana. and just uh, You can just Google it, A-S-A-N-A. Yeah, and, and it's uh, free. It's free. Which for is, up to 30 people. Yeah, and we like it. We really do like it. Yeah, it's, we use it at our company. Yeah, it's a good little thing. All right, so so that would, you know, you want to definitely have some kind of a uh, software planner to help you, but here are some steps <laughs> that you could look at when it comes to communicating uh, some, some uh, formulas you said or some steps you could use to, to really make your event successful. All right, so it all starts... In advance, or starts the day before the event, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> well, a couple of days before. <laughs> All right. No, it actually starts many weeks before, exactly. right? All so right. this is kind of a formula of what approaches to take at what time. Yeah. All right. So uh, as most people have heard this stat already, and I think it's pretty much true, uh, statistically, people need to hear about something roughly seven times. Uh, three to seven times before they respond. And I think if you've done any evangelistic training, uh, there's that's a stat that, that a lot of people throw out. If people need to hear the gospel seven times before they respond. Yeah, you know. and I could see that. I was yeah. just over this Christmas break telling my kids about a commercial that I'd watched I don't know how many times. And uh, all of a sudden it started to sink in what they were telling me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Took a while. whoa, that's, that's a really good thing. Thing. I should. Right. Yeah. So people need to hear things uh, multiple times before they respond. And, and in this stats, about three to seven times. And the typical churchgoer, most churchgoers only attend two or three times a month. Just depends on what church it is and what your group is. And so we've got to maximize the number of times we announce opportunities without wearing people down. So the idea here is to not just share the win the where or the how, which is what we're usually pretty good at. But we've got to take some time out to let people know how participating will affect their lives. Right. And, and if they come to this event, how are they going to be impacted? So that's, and that's really important. All right. And we're talking a few, the heading for this little section was the verbal communication, right? Yeah. So that would be step one, verbal communication. Verbal communication starting, we have what, five weeks before the event. Five weeks is a good round number to start out. And as you're communicating this, remember, you know, communicate not just a how, when, and where or whatever, but, but how it's going to be effective or how their, how their lives are going to be affected. 
in this event and, and how, you know, it's going to impact them. So, so again, it's not just to, to inform people, but you want to inspire them. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it comes down to. Because uh, the bottom line is if they see the importance, they're, they're going to become an advocate for you and they'll be more likely to invite somebody else to the event. That so, is true. All right. All right. So five weeks before start talking about it and then you're going to, I guess have a, you're going to repeat it enough that they have heard it a few times, right? Over those and, five weeks. And, and realize how it's impact, how, how inspirationally it can, can be a good thing for them to go. All right. We ready for our next tip. I'm ready. So the next is, um, how to use print and when to start using print. All right. So you're verbally communicating first. The second one is actually printing this stuff out, printing it on different publications. And again, the idea here is probably four, maybe five weeks before the event. Mm-hmm. So as we know, you got to be careful because if you do it too early, people tend to forget about it. If you do it too late, they've already made plans. All right. Um, so, uh, we would encourage you to start talking about the event or events or the opportunities. Probably put those in your program, your bulletin, four to five weeks before your event. Let people know the details. Uh, and then, uh, you know, another good way to do this to make it easy would be to maybe print out some some, some flyers uh, that you could give to people to invite their friends or maybe some cards. Uh, a lot of times these little business cards, you can get these really – you can go to like we use Vista Print. I don't know if you do. We still does our company still use Vista? I haven't used we haven't used it in a while. But I at my church I use Vista Print, and and it's relatively inexpensive. You can get some good deals at times. So you can print something on a business card uh, with Vista Print and get it within a week or so, and then hand it out to people. Right. And another key to this is to combine. You know, you've. Started talking about it four or five weeks in advance, and then now they start to see a postcard on it four weeks, yeah. you know, before. A postcard, you know, is another thing. Uh, that's That can be a good thing. Uh, snail, snail, I call it snail mail, but snail mail is still very effective. Uh, you know, and the other thing, too, here. can be a little more expensive, but. Yeah, it can be. It, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, it certainly can be. Uh, and then the other thing, too, would be, uh, well, let's just move on here. So, uh, you know, program, some flyers, some little size business cards that have the event time on it, and, you know, maybe a postcard, a well-done postcard to your church family. You know, those mm-hmm. kind of things would be good. All right. So number three in our list is the web. The World Wide Web, the WWW. <laughs> I, uh, when I was in broadcasting school, actually – when I was teaching broadcasting school, somebody corrected me uh, and said, You're, it's WWW, not WW. <laughs> I was called it WW. But yeah, it's the World Wide Web. You should start about four weeks or so again before the event. Right. And so this is your church website. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into some of the other, I guess, web-related things as well. But this is this is would be primarily your right. church website and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the church website is good. Uh, you know, that's where most people come. If they're looking at your church, they're going to go, as we've said over and over again, they're going to look at your website first. Uh, and so, yeah, it's good to have it on there somewhere. Maybe if you have a, what we call those things, sliders that everybody says not to use anymore. 
Uh, sliders could be a place to put it. Uh, somewhere where it's noticeable to people, uh, just give people a good opportunity. And you should start this about four weeks before. So the first one's verbal, about five weeks out. Second one's printing stuff, about four weeks out. The web can be about four weeks out as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So then our next step, we ready to move on to that? We are. So that was number three. Number four would be email. And when should I start emailing on my event? Probably two or three weeks before the event. Um, again, depending on the day of the event, you want to plan maybe to have several emails over the course of two or three weeks. Right. Uh, this is again a great way to you know repurpose what you're what you've already done in the past with the print and everything. Uh, again, we've got to always remember that you know we're in a society today that everybody's lives are just crazy busy. And so you want to be able to, to send your email in the sense that it's, it's got the important details in it. You know, you set the tone for what to expect, and you want to let people, let them know, about, you know why attending is so, is, is so important. And that's, I can't emphasize that enough, why it's important for them right, to what's come. What's the impact on their lives yeah. rather than just an informational message, Yeah, right? and, and then, you know, you're looking at encouraging them again to bring somebody with them, bring a friend. Uh, you know, and as we've said in the past, leave them wanting more. So you want to deliver s- several emails for people that they want to read, uh, maybe a little bit of different information each time, uh, just something that, that will, you know, something help Something nice and short, right? Yeah, short and sweet, but yet uh, gives them, you know, what they need to know uh, as far as that goes. So very important to do that. All right. So our number fifth, our five, number five, fifth point. <laughs> number five, the fifth point when it comes to how to really, you know, improve your communication, your church communication. Uh, the fifth one is social media. Yes. And when do we start that? Is that word again? So I have this social. event coming up, and when do I start? Probably two to three weeks ahead, depending on you know. Hopefully, you have a feel for your people, but but probably a minimum of two weeks before. So again, it's 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 a great way to spread the excitement of what's going on, and you you do want to kind of you don't want to be fake about it, but you want to you know hopefully you've got an event that's exciting, mm-hmm. <laughs> it should be, and so you know you want to kind of uh, let people get a feel for that. Uh, you want to minimize the post about the the when, where, and how, but instead you want to build the excitement. And and here's another good point: visual visual stuff out there, visual post. Um, you know, are really good to use uh, because, as we know, uh, majority of people learn things through visual. Mm-hmm. What's the word? Visual stimulation. I don't know, but they—it's they, yeah, visual that really helps people get a grasp on things. So, you know, these are things you can do a little more with when it comes to social media, Twitter, Google right. Plus. It, it's common. You know, we are in business, and they encourage that you're going to get better response on. Um, through social media if you have an image or a right. video or something yeah. like that as it's, opposed to just a direct text post. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's proven now over and over again. So Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I mentioned Google Plus. Is Google Plus even around anymore? Google Plus is still around. Still around. Do you, you, you're probably one of the few people that use Google I, Plus. They kind of made a shift recently. Um, they kind of you know were initially in the, I'm going to compete with Facebook, and now they're kind work. of a fit in a spot between kind of LinkedIn and Facebook where it's more 
interest or maybe a Pinterest kind of a thing feel. Yeah, really? So you subscribe to different things you may be interested in, and you don't get a lot of friends posting because not a lot of people are using right. it, but you get a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, I quit posting on there usually. I mean, I think streamingchurch.tv has a deal there. But all right, so getting back to our point here, social media, images would really be good. And you know what? You can create some images for your event really easy. You can get uh, – you can, you know, there's a, you can, there's free images out there. There's images you can get for a small fee and you can use, uh, what is it? Adobe. What do we got? We got, uh, the editor, Photoshop, whatever it's called. Photoshop. <laughs> I don't know. It, there's just so many things out there. I mean, there's even something as archaic as paint, you know, Microsoft has paint yeah, or well, which I get images would be to have a camera. And take some images. Well, you could do that too. But right. I, what I'm getting at is if you want to do this, if you're overworked and underpaid, you could certainly grab some images that might be related to your event or somehow, you know, similar to what you're trying to do. And you could, you could, you know, you could create something with paint or, or Photoshop or something or what's the other one? GIMP that, that's out there that's free. Yes. You can do a lot of stuff there. And within a relatively short amount of time, you can have something that looks fairly decent, catch people's attention. And then, you know, communicates what you're trying to do, you know, yeah. uh, maybe put a link in there that people can get for expanded information. Uh, you know, th those are good things to do. And again, with social media, you can always encourage your followers to share their post, share this post with somebody, share the content, you know, on their Facebook page, on their Twitter account, on their Pinterest or whatever. Uh, all, all that stuff, I think, is, is, is really good stuff when it comes to, again, trying to communicate your event. All right. So we're down to our sixth and last item here. We are. We're making good time here. So the sixth one is um, text messages uh, and or push notifications. So uh, push notifications, of course, we have, we, we have a mobile app that we have for churches called churchapplive.com. Shameless plug. Uh, we, you, know, you can use churchapplive.com for push notifications. Uh, we have a church management uh, deal, myflock.com. You could send text messages. Yes. And of course, there's other tools yeah. out there. And I've noticed that a lot of the churches, they'll do, I mean, we suggest this two weeks or less mm -hmm. prior to the event. A lot of, for the push, not push notifications, they'll do a day of or the hour before or that yeah. sort of thing, especially if it's a an online event, right. uh, which a lot of our churches have. Yeah. They'll say... You know, Wednesday evening funeral service, or no, maybe not that, but uh, you know, whatever it may be. Right. Yeah, they probably you don't want to invite to, people to a funeral service. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but uh, well, you never know. But yeah, I, I think that uh, you know, I, I think you've got to be a little careful here that you don't overdo it. I mean, at least I don't want to get a bunch of push notifications, you know, a bunch of text messages. But you know, I think it's a good tool it gives you the opportunity to kind of message them directly right and, and you always want to allow them an opportunity to opt out if they don't yeah, want to receive right. text messages yeah, so yeah. so you know these little things so like email you want to keep the messages short these text messages push the notifications keep them short send them to people you know send people to your website for more information or your social media area or some way to register. And I think if you do that and you come up with a systematic plan, if in other words, if you do what we just talked about are these actually six steps, if you right. do them consistently, for yeah, every you event, could, you know, 
And if it was up to me, I'd lay them out in a sauna and yeah. and say, oh, at, at the six-week mark, I'm going to do this, five-week mark, I'm going to do this, and then I'm, you know, lay yeah. them all out, assign them to people, and make it happen. Yeah, and, and as we said at the very beginning, asana is not the only tool. I mean, you, you can put this in your Google Calendar to do it, or you could use something else if you want to use a grease board or use one of those uh, deals you put on the wall with the maps or the calendars and all that stuff spread across you know, you could do that, but but the idea here is to, is to you know get it planned out for the whole year, and then get go through this this little process we just talked about, and uh, we guarantee it that you'll have better response, yes, from your events if you follow us word for word. Maybe we won't guarantee it, but we think that it will help you a lot. So there you have it. So did we cover anything techie in that thing? Uh, not really. Yeah, social media and websites. So you you could even do some more things. You could you could do I mean you could do it with today and we didn't put this in the notes but you know you do have you can stream live with Twitter, you can stream live with uh Facebook Messenger, all that stuff. So you could even promote what you're doing with a little short little video that mm-hmm. you could do live and then it's saved in an archive form later. And so you could even, you know, a senior pastor or a key person there could do a quick little live Facebook deal. And then it's right. there, and or or I guess uh, I mean the, the the inventor of some of this was Periscope or um, what's the other one called? But anyway, they're kind of falling to the wayside now. That Facebook have, a lot has their live video. Yeah, I, I think I deleted my Periscope app. Oh yeah, I, think I did. But yeah, but yeah, I've I, seen pastors use it effectively, Periscope. where they'll go and do some live broadcast. Yeah. Just yeah. about something coming up, and well, even YouTube. I mean, you could do YouTube. I mean, I used to work with Jeff, and we would do a YouTube. Yeah, video, and you send know. that out, and you could send that out. And it's just a short little video, and uh, you know, with with the Facebook Live and the Twitter Live and all that, it's live. But the nice thing about it is, it's you know, it will stay on the on the page as an archive, right. so people can see it. And so uh, th- those are really nice little tools you can use to promote what you're doing. Because honestly, as we said at the very beginning, you're putting a lot of time and energy in planning this thing as far as putting it together, making it work. You know, you've spent some time with you, hopefully your team and you've got this great event. But if you don't get the word out effectively, then you don't get the response that you want to get. So yep. makes uh, sense. There you go. Okay. Uh, if you have any questions about this or you have something to add or you just think we're totally out to lunch, uh, which a lot of people do think we're out to lunch, uh, just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. Uh, you can hear this podcast on iTunes. Where else can you get, can you get the uh, podcast? Anywhere you can find your better podcasts. So any quality podcasts. Yes. We're there. Yes, yeah, so, so Stitcher Radio, any podcast player that you have, search their library, will be in there as well. Okay. So... Yeah. yeah, we're there. We're available. iTunes. Yeah. Did we mention iTunes? We did mention iTunes, yeah. But okay, good. So uh, thanks for spending a little time with us today, folks. We sure appreciate appreciate you. And hopefully uh, Steve and I can continue to you know encourage you and help you and maybe share some things that maybe uh, you haven't thought of before or perhaps you have thought of and just haven't done. <laughs> maybe this will help you a little bit because we want you to have a successful 2017, and we hope you will. All right, so we are done. So he's Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. This is the Church Solutions Podcast. We hope that you have a great day, and we will catch you next time. Take care.